0: This is The Sean Campbell Show, a podcast for the aspiring and hungry entrepreneur. Hey everybody, it's Sean Campbell, The Sean Campbell Show, a podcast by entrepreneurs and for entrepreneurs. And today I want to talk about what I wrote my, uh, my article on LinkedIn today um, which was uh, the docuseries on ESPN, The Last Dance. So if you've seen any part of this, you're probably a, you know, a big-time sports fan or Michael Jordan fan or Chicago's Bulls fan, or maybe there's nothing else on TV and you decided to watch, watch this because there really hasn't been anything new on TV that's been better than this series over the last month yeah they 've shown two one hour episodes, so they went through seven and eight, so yeah, the last four sundays they 've been shown one hour episodes of the last dance each um, um, just going over the the turbulence and the chaos that surrounded the Chicago Bulls from the early to mid early to late nineties. The runs at six championships over eight years and just, you know, a lot of positive notes, but also I don't want to say negative notes on it, but it's just what it really does. And it it shows you, I don't want to say the pain, but the work necessary to have earned, you know, the the right or earned the titles over those you know of Michael Jordan's last his, really his last six seasons that he played full time, he won an NBA championship. Of course, multiple MVPs in his career, multiple you know first team all defense, et cetera, et cetera, all star Game MVPs. you know i I, I, I I'd hate to argue with anybody that you know that that doesn't believe he's the greatest basketball player of all time. But what the docu series, and especially yesterday, especially the two hours yesterday, really depicted for me was a couple things that just absolutely stood out. Were, were um, the 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 work necessary, the dedication necessary. Sometimes you can classify it as the pain necessary. Um, the just the the time the commitment and in many and on a consistent basis i mean none of his teammates that they interviewed in, in this whole docu series nobody was critical of him but it was a very matter of factly that he was very very much a hard ass on all of his teammates he was very much the alpha amongst the alpha even on the 92 olympic team he was the alpha dog amongst alpha dogs. He pushed people he he to limits they've probably never been pushed before in their lives. Because you gotta remember, if you make it to the NBA, you were one probably an outstanding player in high school that got recruited by many many colleges. Um, and then in college, you know, you played college ball, and I'd probably, you know, looking over the or just kind of reminiscing about his roster back in that era, you know. Um, fellow U of A alums, you know, Steve Kerr and Judd Bushler, Scotty Pippen, um, even though Scotty Pippen or Dennis Robin didn't really go to major colleges, um, you know, nonetheless, they're kind of the big man on campus. Um, Scotty Burrell from the UConn um, was a highly touted, you know, college player that never really, really lived up to his expectations in the NBA. Um, B.J. Armstrong um, I believe he was at Iowa um, Horace Grant I, I'm not sure where Horace Grant went to college at but he was you know um, nonetheless him and, and I believe he had a twin brother to play too I think it was Harvey Grant I think I think. nonetheless I mean to go from the big man on campus to the NBA or even from another team over to the Bulls you know um, and, and to get not, not, you know, the, this treatment from Michael Jordan. You know, they, they showed a bunch of footage of, you know, practices or even in-game or after the game of just how, I mean, not to sugarcoat it anyway, you know, but just, just how critical he was. But the thing is, the criticism came from that he wanted to push. He knew he was the best physically, but he wanted to push the rest of his team mentally and uh, spiritually, if you will, to a point where they've never reached before because he knew what it take what it took to win a championship. I mean he played seven years before he even made the finals and they had to get over, you know that this one of the greatest teams ever, especially in that era, the Detroit Pistons, who beat them up in every way that you could imagine, physically, mentally, you know, um, just up and down the court. So he knew what it took to overcome injury, as Michael Jordan did in his second year of broken ankle. He knew what it took to overcome the um, the pressures and the physical you know, um, uh, demand of an 82-game season and then to go through the playoffs and then to win the championship. And especially if you're a member of a team that came over to the Bulls, especially during the 21 months he was out of the, you know, um, out of the league, and you were a member of the Bulls, I mean, he he had it out for you. He needed to push you to, so you knew what it took to win a championship, and the thing is, like he pushed people to the max, all over the top in practices, to prepare them for the games, to prepare them for the playoffs, to prepare them for the championship series. So once they took the floor during these instances, going through a practice with him compared to actually playing a game on the court was easy. It was easy. You know, you, you, were, you were on the same team. You weren't against him like, you know, you were in practice. But the one validation I took from it, probably the biggest thing for me personally, was really in, in I believe it was the first hour of uh, the two episodes yesterday, was really, you know, he knew how bad he was in practice. He knew how ruthless he was he knew how focused and fierce he was to his own teammates but it came because he wanted to win it came because he wanted everybody to win the championship together there was nothing malicious about it there was nothing where he meant to mentally you know abuse somebody he wanted to get the best out of everybody and he wanted the best out of himself and he wasn't going to apologize for how focused he was on his goals. Now think about it. As a business owner, or entrepreneur, do you find yourself sometimes kind of apologizing to other people? Because you'd rather work on your business or you have things to do with your business or you have things to do to grow yourself. And, and that's the one thing that, that really struck with me yesterday. So much so that I wrote the article and I'm talking about it right now. You, you can't apologize for being as focused as you are No matter what your goals are No matter if you're a business owner If you're, you know, in, in management for a corporation Or whatever it is If you're passionate about what you do And, and if you have this focus and you have goals and, and Then you have to stop apologizing people For wanting to do that and that's what struck with me yesterday. Sometimes I kinda give in or or apologize when, you know, somebody wants to, you know you, you know, do something that is not in my or my best interest as a business owner. I don't have time for the chit chat. I don't have time to you know, screw around, you know, especially during a day. I'm focused and I need to get stuff done, not just for myself, but for my clients. I don't not, I not only have my own goals, but I have goals for my clients that I need to reach. So I don't have time to do that. And this is what I want to do. This is what I'm driven to do. This is what I'm relentless about. So I got to stop apologizing for that mindset. And and seeing... I mean, you always kind of read about it, you know, whether it was in Sports Illustrated, the Sporting News, or the newspapers back then. I'm aging myself a little bit. were stories online about back in the day and how fierce he was, but last night was the first time he got a real glimpse because it came from himself. It was his spoken word on video. So just how bad he wanted to win and how much he hated losing that the the he hated losing way more than he loved winning and again by by no means am I comparing myself to the greatest basketball player of all time but that mindset and just accepting it and accepting that you're just unusual you're just an outlier and it's okay, and maybe because it was his mindset and he didn't give a crap about what no one thought about it, is the reason why he's an icon. Whether you love basketball or not, you know who Michael Jordan is. There's a reason why he won six championships, MVPs, considered the greatest basketball player of all time. You could put a debate up, maybe it was the greatest player in team sports of all time and, you know I at least I know enough about football I know that Ronaldo and Messi and Pele and you know I'm considering they're not just American sports but on a world level maybe he was greatest of all time because one he had the mindset that maybe you have but you're afraid to accept it you're afraid to kind of let go You're afraid to stop apologizing to people. You're afraid what others may think. And as much as I preach that, I have kind of realized last night that I still do that enough to where maybe it has kind of held me back a little bit. You think about this, all the time that you spend doing what other people want you to do, and again, you know, everybody has commitments, you know, other commitments outside of business, family and whatnot. Outside of that, if you really want to go after your dreams and your purpose and your goals, start going after them and stop apologizing to people for wanting that. You know, I think that's one thing that, to and again, I'm probably guilty of this just as much as you know anybody, and I got to stop worrying about. being that way of having that mindset because hey if it were for Michael Jordan maybe you know if it were I'm not saying again I'm not going to have you know my silhouette on anybody's shoe anytime soon but maybe I'll start reaching some of my goals that I have you know in, in place a lot sooner so give me your thoughts about that tell me what you think I mean is it is it bad In your opinion, to be that driven, that tenacious, that relentless, that nothing else matters besides your goals, are you being selfish? Or, if you are that driven, and you are that focused, is it okay? Look look forward to hearing your responses on this. Have a good one.